welcome to another episode of a progressive and a libertarian walking to a bar. I'm Sean O. Fernie S. Uh, what are we drinking today, Fern? All right, today we are drinking a delicious wit beer. It's called Tiniebla from Insurgente. It's a Mexican beer. It's from Tijuana, Mexico. Uh, their tagline is, Se un insurgente toma artesanal. Be an insurgent, or rather be a rebel, drink craft beer, basically. It's a wit yes. beer. Yes, indeed. So what, what's a wit again? A wit beer made out of, it's a wheat beer. Oh. But it's a proper name. Huh. All right, cool. So we're drinking this uh, for the people in Hong Kong. Yes. They're, they're locked, locked away right now. Not doing so well. Mm-hmm. Notice they broke out their bows and arrows. That's right. Too bad they didn't have a AR. <laughs> I was waiting for the punchline. Yeah, not too bad they didn't have an AR. Yeah. Well, the, the, the same the same argument as always is, um, what's that going to do against tanks? Yeah. Helicopters. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, no helicopter could do pretty decent against. Or or canines or or as Trump calls them dogs. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, man. Shit. Fucking funny. All right. Well, welcome, everybody, Insurgente. to another episode. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes Insurgente. All right. Tiniebla, which translates as fog for anybody that hasn't Googled that already. All right. I couldn't say it to Google it. Oh, man. No, it, is, <laughs> it, it is one of the harder words to say. Tiniebla. Tiniebla. Uh-huh. Like a tiny ebla. Sounds like a little emblem. Yes, there you go. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's what my white ass hears. <laughs> <laughs> you will be forgiven. <laughs> All right. So uh, we have a few topics we want to touch on. Uh, first, to start off with impeachment. Impeachment, indeed. Yes. Or, or as I read in one of the conservative, uh, at conservative headline was, uh, impeachment TV show canceled due to low ratings. <laughs> yeah, pretty... The right, the right can't can't write jokes apparently, but um, well, if you think about it, there is there is not a lot of conservative comedians. Yeah, you're right about that. I mean, that, that, you got Seinfeld. Conservative? Yeah, I think so. Is he really? Yeah, he's he, pretty conservative. He married a woman that was like 18 or 19. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's say, let's say a normal conservative, but I mean, I mean, he's definitely I wouldn't say liberal. You know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what his politics are. Uh, he doesn't say much. He does not. No. Uh, who's the other one? The guy that used to do the, uh, the uh, what do you call it, the home improvement. What's his Tim name? Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Cokehead? Tim Allen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a conservative. He's considered a conservative comedian. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. And uh, Norm MacDonald. Is he? Oh, yeah. man. He's got really interesting humor. I love his sense of humor. Norm MacDonald fucking kills me. He, he doesn't give a fuck about anything. No, man, he's just fucking weird, too. His shit will be out to lunch. Have you seen his show on Netflix? No. Oh, shit, dude. We're high budget compared to that. <laughs> I, I am not shitting you, dude. I mean, it shows up and people... I, I can't remember who his first guest came up and showed up. And he goes, this is it? Like, what the fuck is this? He goes, oh, man, we just do it together. Literally. Yeah, totally, man. It, it's funny. And then he's got this song at the end. Uh-huh. And it is out to fucking lunch. And him and his co-host just get up and sing it, dance, and then they're done. And it's the same song. And it's you should watch it because I mean, it's it's difficult to watch, but it's worth watching. It's one of those things that's like it, man. It's 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 just it's fucking weird. That sounds like Norm Macdonald. Yeah, it it's, is it fucking like... weird, dude. 
I, I but I liked it. I, I like his like he he did a roast apparently where um, oh he bombed once I know. What I think it was I think we're talking about the same one is where the the producers told him like do not make uh do not uh, make sure your jokes are not too dirty we 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 can't make them like he was restricted in some way and he felt it was like really over the top so he said fuck it so he went and bought a book about jokes to be told uh at a retirement party from 1950 oh is that what he did and that's all and th- those were all the jokes that he did <laughs> that makes it even funnier it, that's all he, so everyone was like what the fuck like what is he talking about like i, I can't remember any of the jokes <laughs> like google it google it oh that's fucking great and, and it's probably like cringy i'm sure yeah it's, oh man it was terrible there you go that's probably oh it's probably man the same that is one. fucking funny i didn't know that you see that like that, that's that's him that's his. yeah oh yeah i like him he's like like tom green but probably more palatable yeah, yeah you remember yeah. tom green I'm sure. yeah yeah he was a little bit too much about slapstick for me yeah he was weird on yeah. a different level he was on the Ari Shafir show recently. Really? And he was talking about being on The Apprentice. And he was talking about being on there with Trump. And he wouldn't say Trump's name. He goes, he goes, and you know, and and you know, then the president of the United States asked me. You know, and he always just referred to him on the show as the president of the United States. And he no goes, shit. He, he's like, the one thing I can come to grips is that if I know somebody that person should be the president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking funny, dude. If Tom Green yeah. could look at Trump and say that. Yeah. That should, that dude's crazy. Yeah. That was funny as <laughs> fuck. Don't make a president. Yeah, but the whole whole thing is that he's telling a story. Yeah, then the president of the United States said this to me. Mm. You know? <laughs> but he's also said a lot of crazy shit like in public. Like Trump, remember when Trump during the election, blamed Obama for starting ISIS. And people were asking, surely you mean that it was through his policies and the way he did things that it gave room, it created, it created a vacuum for ISIS to blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. He founded ISIS. Obama literally founded ISIS. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Dude, what? Anyway. Yeah. You know what founded ISIS? Is when we threw Baghdadi in, in uh, Abu Ghraib. That's, oh, that's that's probably what, that. that's I've probably that. what founded ISIS right there. I mean, the, the I mean torture, which goes into our first topic. Al Qaeda, Al Qaeda needed to have a, a a sequel, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right, or there was gonna be yeah. once once you took Al Qaeda out, some somebody else was gonna take over. Yeah, so whoever thought that Al Qaeda wasn't extreme enough or righteous enough. And you know that black flag of ISIS is in the Quran too. The one with the dildos. <laughs> if anybody gets that, please. Yeah, please. The uh, the 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 black flag is in the Quran that says something about the armies that will conquer the world or something like that and bring on the end and everything. It, you know, they'll be flying a black flag and have their black hats. Mm. You know, the black turbans and mm-hmm. such. So that you know, they was they were trying to make a self fulfilled pr- prophecy. That's that religious extremism. Yeah, that fucking knuckleheadness. Mm-hmm. All right, so impeachment. So this past week, we saw a lot more, um, a lot more people testifying. We actually heard from people that were directly on the phone call, where Trump um, essentially asked for a favor, uh, there, or therefore quid pro quo. So this week, we also heard Ambassador Sunderland uh, testify and directly say that there was a quid pro quo between the Trump administration and President Zelensky, the Ukrainian government. I had a little bit to say about that because he did say it. And he said the reason he had to change his testimony was because he, uh, what would you call it? He had to, uh, he he heard more information because he didn't have the paperwork on it. 
But I think it's also kind of ironic that it happened after, and I'm not sure which Democrat it was, called him out, and people started protesting his business in Oregon. And he has a shit ton of people, you know, protesting and, you know, bugging customers as they're going in and out of the hotel chain that he, he runs. Uh-huh. So I think in that way, maybe he was intimidated too. Where we, we're, we're always talking about how Trump is the intimidator. I feel the government to get you to say what they want you to say. He didn't look intimidated. He was laughing and joking, yeah. cracking smiles and yeah. cracking jokes left and right. Yeah, yeah. Well, well like I said, I, to me, I, he, when they were talking about his hotels and stuff, he wasn't smiling and laughing about that. When? On, on the testimony. During, the, during the, yeah. the, the hearing. Yeah, I think that was on Wednesday, right? Right, wait, so are you saying that the government bullied him into... I think one of the story? senators, maybe, yeah. And, and I would not put it by the CIA and things like that to bully people. Yeah. But uh, again, we're, again, we're saying that, 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 any, that That's not fact. Any, that's not fact. I know that people are protesting outside of his state. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. And, and, and it is context of the way the government has handled things in the past. But this is, I mean, you're, again, we're saying that without knowing for sure kind of that the that's the case. Kind of... It, uh, I don't know if if you go testify someplace and then a, then a, a a representative comes out and says something and gets a bunch of people standing outside your business hurting your business and stuff like that and you suddenly turn around and and retestify and say something different looks a little fishy again but That's without reason, without any proof I'm just I'm just telling you what I my blind ass sees <laughs> okay so in that case nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so go on. All right, so uh, so basically he did testify um, and said there was quid pro quo. In fact, if he did want to get on the good side of the people that were bullying him, he probably would have said altogether that Trump was responsible for all of this, that quid pro quo was not just for a meeting uh, with the White House, but for also for the military aid. Uh, he didn't, he, in fact, what a lot of the Republicans are hanging on to is that when Sunland testified, he said that only the White House visit was involved in the quid yeah. pro quo. Not the military aid. Right. Well, if he wanted to ingratiate himself more to those that were bullying him, let's say, like in, in your in what you're saying, the uh, the left, I guess, or, or or the deep state, then he would have gone full, full, uh, full on against Trump in this case. But he he didn't. He could have. Yeah. But he didn't. Now uh, another thing that I found interesting, one of my extremely liberal progressive friends I saw on Facebook, she was posting a. Uh, Number one, she she didn't watch the debate. I don't think because she was, she said her spirit was crushed in uh-huh. a sense uh-huh. by watching all this politics. She was just drained, yeah. You know, as a human being watching all this yeah. and stressing about it and such, and she felt as though if anything was going to come down, it was going to come down on Giuliani from what she sees. Yeah, Juli- the Trumps insulated himself enough, and Giuliani might take the fall. And be able to get off with the presidential pardon and have nothing happen. I mean, that, that's very possible. But what uh, what Sundland said, which was key, is is he made it incredibly clear that whatever he was doing was not to be considered an irregular channel of of foreign policy, of uh, an irregular channel of doing things. Because he said everybody that was supposed to know knew. All of the important high level people in the White House knew. In the cabinet knew. From Perry to Pompeo to Trump to Mulvaney, everybody knew. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when a few weeks ago, a few months ago, when Trump started this whole wall of 
uh, or stonewalling uh, Congress when it came to all the subpoenas. It made a lot of sense. They're, they offered no documents, they offered no emails, they offered nobody, um, none of these people that essentially could have uh, defended Trump about what he did in Ukraine. Um, essentially, all those people were involved. So from Mulvaney to Pompeo uh, to anybody else in the White House, even Pence was involved. Mm-hmm. They, they could have testified, but they, but they were asked not to. Yeah. They would have sunk Trump and all this. So uh, there's no longer a defense about it was a hearsay. There was no longer any defense about no quid pro quo. Uh, there was. There's plenty of evidence with the quid pro quo. And there's also uh, whatever evidence there was or idea there was that the Sunland acted on his own, a rogue ambassador doing his own thing, went out the window. Because what he said is that Trump and the top cabinet members knew about all this. It's pretty clear. Can he prove it, though? I mean, he went and testified in Congress. They can't if, prove it. If, if the Republicans wanted to say that he's lying, they could charge him with perjury. Well, they'd have to be able to prove that too. Exactly. And then, and they'll, you know how, how they can prove it? How? By having Pompeo, Mulvaney, Trump, Pence, all of those fools testify. Showing emails. If they could have one email shown from Pompeo saying, what the fuck are you talking about? We are not going to do this. There's no such thing as quid pro quo. The military leader has to go through blah, 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 and, and, and all this. Easily disproven. You know what would have been? I think, I think you guys' best bet would have been to just try to win the election and then prosecute him after he's out of office. Because then, he, then you can't fight those things. You, you, you're no longer in the chair. You can't fight those things. To quote, to uh, paraphrase a great American, if impeachment is not for this, then what is impeachment for? Who said that? A great American did. You? No, I know. No, I'm, not that, I'm, not, I'm not that smart. <laughs> but when this great American said it, it made perfect sense. Uh-huh. Abuse of power. That's exactly what's going on here. Yeah. And, uh, and witness intimidation, too. Uh, well, you know what I said about that. Well, Who knows a, what a else great, he's A done. great tactician, as Sung Soo says, if you can't win, don't fight. You know, and I fear that is an opinion. There, there's no, there's no sense on fighting a fight that you can't win if there's nothing to be gained by it. And if in the ultimate run of this you lose and Trump gets reelected, then then everything was for nothing. And not only that, because you couldn't prove that he did that, it just normalizes that kind of behavior. Would have been better to get him out of office, prosecute him when he gets out, so anybody else might think twice about it. That's the, why I see it. Well, the other option is to essentially, uh, like you said, not do anything, right? Um, if we had essentially just let this be and try to win him through the election, then all of these facts would not have come to light about the president's behavior, uh, about the involvement of, the, or, of high-level cabinet members, and the scheme that had cooked up with Trump to uh-huh. use the power of the office of the President of the United States to benefit him personally. Uh-huh. That would have not been exposed. H- had the Democrats just said, eh, forget it, we're going we're gonna to beat him in the You election. don't think so? I mean, I thought, I thought a lot of this was exposed. How? The, I mean, the fact that he had the, you know, the, the conversation with him. I mean, all that stuff came out. Well, then. only the whistleblower's report. Like, let's say we had ignored the whistleblower's report and just... Oh, but you, you thought that that was the damning evidence right there. Well, at the at the time, and there was so much more after that. <laughs> that 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 literally just brought, uh, like it it essentially poked a hole in this whole gigantic scheme. 
and, and in fact, like uh, like the the, the the Ukrainian aid that was held up for fifty five days, the only reason why it was released was because of uh, the White House found out that there was a whistleblowing complaint. Now, do we know for a fact that that's why it was released that day? Well, well or could could or could that could that have been? the case that it was supposed to, that, that that was the day they planned on releasing it and it just happened to be that well there was two days difference between the white house finding out there was a that's complaint what i'm saying why did they release it the next day then? two days yeah i'm just saying two, it sounds it, awfully no I mean, don't no, i'm not saying it doesn't seem shady you know the, the shadiest out of all of it yeah. is is the fact that you know uh oh fuck i forgot what my point was that well that that was released then it is shady Yes. But the, 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 that the, is a good point, Sean. You know, the, the shadiest point of any of it to me is just that I, I think, how would I say it? I don't know. The, the fact that he needed a statement on TV. Yes. That he wanted, you Investigations. know, the, those invest, that, that the Ukrainians were going to look into that so he could say that. Yes. Whether they did it or not, I don't think he gave a fuck about. That's he correct. just wanted them to say that, yes. yeah. and that that that's shady, period. Uh, but you know, the, they, they yeah. did testify to that. Huh? They did testify to that. I forget yeah. exactly who, but they they said exactly that. He didn't care about the actual investigation. He just wanted an announcement of the investigation. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 kind of the way it appears to me. Uh, and once again, if if there was a libertarian president, we wouldn't have this problem, because we don't agree with any of this shit. You know, we want the president to have far less power than the president has, because this is exactly why the the temptation to use that power for ill or for anything like that is just it's too much. And I think this is Trump is just blatant about it. But I think this shit happens in government all the time. The governmental creep. Well, th this this may or may not have happened with the libertarian president, but the military aid would have been in place with a libertarian president or not congress approves this yeah yeah that military aid yeah so yeah we obviously a libertarian president's going to go along with whatever you know laws are passed but uh you know i just yeah it, it just it, it's it's a it's a sad fucking thing that our our tax dollars and shit go for this kind of shit to fix a mess that we created over there in the first fucking place, you know, the fact that we're breaking a treaty that we made with the, with the Russians, uh, in '89, by Wait, moving the, in the Russians that messed with our elections in 2016. No, I, I, you notice what what year I said '89. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm saying no, no, no. We, that's, we, that's 30 years ago, like dude. We, what we, what I'm talking about is what we've done since '89. We broke that treaty starting in '96, I oh, think. But uh, yeah, but I'm talking about what happened three years ago. Yeah. About the president when when, when the time that Putin has been president uh -huh. of Russia. Not not talking about Soviet Russia. No, no. This is that the this is the the treaty we signed with them after the Soviet Union fell that we would not. And what what I'm saying what happened thirty years ago weakness. shouldn't be as relevant as what's going on now. It it it. It should be taken in context that we were the aggressors first. See, that that's, should be that's, taken that's what I'm in context. That's, that's, no, that's it that is context. No, that's not that's what exactly, about it is. That's exactly what about it is. No, it's context, man. I mean, you can't think if I if, if you and I are at a bar, and I go over and start kicking the shit out of some guy, and then 
a bigger fight starts out, and suddenly you're in there and you get arrested and all this stuff. We all get fucking arrested. The fact of the matter is, I'm the one who started. But, I'm the one who started. But if thing. 30 years ago that happened, it's a lot harder for me to think like, well, you know what, I should really hold that grudge and, and do something about that. If if 1989, right? That in 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 the way of empires and things, that's not that long, you know. That's mm-hmm. not that long ago that the Soviet Union fell apart, and our government went against. I mean, when you you, you know last week or so, you're talking you, about four presidents ago. You were talking about, you were talking about how our word is soiled all over the world. Yes, that's. That's a perfect example of another time we soiled our word and went into the former Soviet areas and, you know, started bringing them over to our side one by one, knocking their dominoes out of the way, taking things away from them, you know, instead of reaching a hand out to them and saying, hey, why don't you try being more like us, you know, and, you know, inviting them into it too. But the U.S. was always just too fucking aggressive, way too fucking aggressive. Hawks all the fucking way, and I don't like that, and I and I, I hate it because those same hawks are the ones who caused. I mean, this is the second coup that we've done in the Ukraine. So you're saying what happened thirty years ago is still affecting us now, led directly to to, to, to the Russians in twenty sixteen. Yeah, the middle absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, let's say you're right for a second. I am right. It's still wrong. For the Russians to... And yeah, yeah, two and, wrongs don't and, make a right. I'm not I, saying I agree. that. And we shouldn't allow it. We shouldn't let that... We shouldn't say, like, let okay, me, well, we started in 1989, so therefore we should let this one go. The only way that the Russians are a threat to us is is if we don't take care of our shit online. And if we want to get into a full-scale scale, uh, nuclear fucking attack with them. Because... So, the, so, the, the, so I'm are, saying, you, are you accepting that in 2016 the Russians did attack... The elections. They, they probably fucking did. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, every. I don't trust the government. The diplomats. So I don't care what the, the diplomats, diplomats say. Saying, I don't care what diplomats say. I don't get international. I don't, uh, I don't like give a shit. Agencies all. Say I don't it. give a shit what any of them. Yeah, the only people that are saying that it wasn't are like Trump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the Republicans. I, that's it. I don't. I would say they've been crazy not to give us a taste of our own medicine. And, and Fiona Hill, after she called out the Republicans for their bullshit, even, they started saying, no, no, we agree, it, it is the Russians that did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, she kept saying the Republicans said, said that it wasn't real. That's right, that's right. They kept saying, they kept pointing to the possibility that it was maybe the Ukraines, which is a Russian talking point. And the Republicans finally like said, yeah, no, we're, we agree, it, it was the Russians. Well, I mean, would they? So the, the group, I've, I've heard the, that the Iranians are fucking the, with them already the, too. The number of people that are saying that it wasn't the Russians that attacked the election twenty sixteen is getting smaller and smaller uh-huh. every day. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I basically wish if they were going to impeach him, they would impeach him for uh, for our next topic, which is uh, we, you want to give us our segue. We're going to try a segue here. Yeah, and my my closing point is that uh, Trump corruption watchdog that he is. Uh, finally, f- uh, was found out for the actual corruption uh, hobbyist that he is, <laughs> and uh, will hopefully be kicked out of the White House. But having uh, the Senate being being controlled by the Republicans uh, does not bode well, unfortunately. However, uh, the truth will come out, and hopefully, once he's out of office, he will be arrested, put in jail, along with all the other fuckers uh, that were his administration that were also jailed. Are you don't, you in don't jail. think the next uh, 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 
president will pardon him like they did Nixon? They should not. Like, like let's say it's Pete Buttigieg or, or Bernie, like I, I really hope. Um, I don't see Bernie pardoning him. He may. He may just for the, for the sake of starting anew. He may. Uh, but I don't, I don't. I don't see it happening, and they shouldn't. They shouldn't pardon this. There were too many wrong. Too many people died on this. I'm. I'm not talking in in the U.S. I'm talking about Ukrainian soldiers that died while they didn't have that aid uh, at the at the hands and the weapons of Russians fighting for uh, land that was essentially stolen from Ukraine. So we shouldn't just pardon this fucker merely because um, we should start turn over a new leaf. Water on <laughs> the bridge should not be that way. All right, so we'll be back in a second. Hit you with a new topic. Yes, indeed. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're going to be talking about what Trump should be getting impeached for: war crimes. War crimes, and it's not not war- just not just his war crimes. I'm going to talk about fucking war crimes. And when we talk about war crimes, we're not we're not talking about stealing a wallet during a war. We're talking about a lot more serious. Yeah. All right. So first, I will say, I will say, uh, overall, in the heat of war, you know, in a battle, I, uh, I think a lot of that shit just goes out the window. When you're when you're fighting, uh, you know, somebody, if you're if you're running up a hill and a dude's gunning everybody down and everybody you know just died and you get to the top and he wants to surrender, you know, I don't think those people usually make it. You know what I mean? Uh, would that technically be a war crime? I suppose so. But I don't think that's ever going to be prosecuted and things like that. I think that shit happens all the time just because it's the heat of battle. You know, uh, I don't, and it, you don't have anybody to surrender to at that point. There's one guy left, and you still got to get up the rest of the way up the hill and survive. You know, you're just going to kill the guy that just killed everybody you knew. So some of that stuff with war crimes, I think is pushed a little bit. But yeah, if somebody has surrendered and they're back at a camp and people get killed and things like that, uh, you know, that that's awful. You should never fucking kill somebody that's surrendered like that. And that's, that's I, I think that's that would be the more traditional uh, definition of a war crime. When you're in total control of the situation, Yeah. when there, it, it isn't in the heat of battle, but cold-blooded murder. Uh-huh. Um, like uh, one of the things that we were talking about earlier when we were talking about the topic... Uh, under war crimes would be pillaging, rape, uh, torturing, uh, child killing civilians, soldiers. child soldiers. That's right. Uh, a lot of the things that we wouldn't necessarily destroying uh, holy sites and things yeah, like that. Yeah, or giving no quarter to anybody. I mean, that kind of stuff would um, essentially would be for people or for the force or the the army that's essentially in control and essentially just taking advantage and and putting out. Um, heinous actions. Uh-huh. So, but the, the main reason why we're talking about uh, war crimes is because this past week, Trump did two things that essentially, uh, and we're talking about this, uh, taint our reputation across the world. First thing that he did this week is he pardoned people that were convicted for war crimes in the United States. Um, and he also re- reversed a decision where one of um, the Navy SEALs would have lost his trident, essentially getting kicked out of the Navy SEALs. He reversed that position, uh, essentially saying that I don't care what you think about this war criminal or this 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 person has been convicted of a war crime. 
um, I still want them to be whole. What was the circumstances of the guy that that dude killed? So the story, the story as it's been reported, is that he decided um, there was a wounded combatant, and the medic was going to try to save him, and he said, "No, no, I got him," and essentially stabbed him and killed him. And a lot of the, a lot of the people that were under him saw it and reported him, and even testified against him. Um, and apparently, apparently, he also took pictures with him, with a dead uh, soldier. Uh-huh. And once it came down to it, he was essentially acquitted, not because of any lack of evidence, but rather because uh, the prosecution fucked up, gave immunity to somebody that essentially just said that he was responsible for the murder and not the person being accused. So essentially the guy being accused had to be let go because the guy, uh, and then the, the, the witness that had confessed to the murder on the stand essentially was given immunity, nothing could be done. And uh, he was instead convicted of having taken the picture with a cadaver, and uh, Trump reversed that uh, conviction. Essentially, he's saying that the U.S. Army is more than happy to commit war crimes, and it's okay in the U.S. government at the, t- the highest possible level. What, what year did that happen? Was that recently? That was. Uh, that was. I'm gonna say. The no, last I mean five when years. he killed the guy. In the last five years. All right. So maybe before he was president. Yes. All right. Because I don't know because there's a lot of other war crimes that we've committed. Since then, and as far as I know, no Americans gone to jail or been prosecuted for a war crime. Uh, I mean, I remember seeing interviews with people who were mad and left the military because, you know, uh, other members of their crew blew the shit out of a mosque mm-hmm. and things like that. Which just, you know, regardless, you know, of what how pissed you are or whatever, all that's going to do is cause us more fucking enemies. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm an atheist, I don't, but I love history. I don't want to see some ancient mosque get blown the fuck up. I don't want to see somebody's holy site get destroyed. And it causes more fucking problems. And I, that, that's, that's, it bothers me. And nothing ever happened to the people who do those kind of things. Uh, you know, it hasn't happened. As far as I know, this is the first time somebody was trying to I, I could be wrong on that. I don't remember hearing of anybody else getting convicted of war crimes. You know, and then, you know, Bush with the whole torture scheme, uh, Abu Ghraib, we as we were talking about with Baghdadi, we see what that caused. Uh, and what was the other thing with the torture? Oh, yeah, then you take into consideration, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's happened under every president. And I, I don't understand. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's fucked up. You don't understand why why Trump would want to forgive or pardon these dudes? Yeah, no, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why people aren't met, held to account for it. But like I said, that's part of war. People really, you know, if you think about it, if you've already killed a bunch of people, you know, you've already blown people apart, how bad does it really seem to kill a guy that's laying on the ground bleeding to death? I mean, How bad does it seem to you? To take a picture with a dead body, that does to to that person who's who's been through that. You know they're on a different level than you and I. We haven't killed people. To us, that seems like fuck. That's ghoulish as shit, right? Well, I mean, it was ghoulish enough that people that worked under these these people, uh, not only confronted them but reported yeah. them, 
And the people that it was reported to thought it was bad enough yeah. that they charged these people yeah, and convicted yeah. them of war crimes. Yeah. And, and we're other SEALs, right? Yeah. And we're not talking about civilians. We're talking about... Other SEALs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It was a military court that yeah. convicted these people uh, of committing those crimes. So let's face it. If, if you're a psychopath or a sociopath, that'd be the perfect thing for you to go into war because you could really do a lot of crazy shit. And, and therefore, they should, if they are if they, if they are crimes, doing that, then they should, they should be convicted of war crimes. Yeah. By the very people that not only understand they, what they the heat of battle means. They go in there for means. honor, for honor. Right, right. But but they also understand what the heat of battle means. When, when, when shit happens, it's a mistake or whatever. But they also know when you can go too far. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. you're taking advantage of your situation. Or you're taking an innocent person that can't defend themselves and kill them. Yeah. Or worse, worse, humiliating... Um, or, or dishonoring somebody that's dead yeah. by taking a picture with them. Uh-huh. And um, among the other people that were charged uh, were uh, essentially soldiers that were just shooting at civilians. Yeah, that's crazy. Nilly. And that kind of stuff, yeah, that should be prosecuted. That sh- they should be charged. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, the people, like, once pre- uh, Trump decided to pardon these people, and there was somebody in the Navy that decided, you know what, no, we're, we're going to kick this person out. He may be pardoned. But we're gonna kick him out of the Navy SEALs because we don't want those kind of values to be represented here. We're not going to legitimize that. Yeah, I mean, I and, bet you and, he didn't and, get a lot of assignments would, after that. And they would know. They would know more than than you and I about these things. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And they would know more than Trump on these things. Do you know what Bergdahl said? The one Obama pardoned. What he said. The the the. That's why he 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 went AWOL. He said everybody he was with were, were psychopaths mm-hmm. and running amok, and nobody wanted to listen to him. And so he just ran away and got snatched up by the Taliban. And I must, I, I like to think of, I mean, he was, he obviously wasn't insane. He made it into the military. You know, he wasn't just a big coward. He made it into battle. Mm-hmm. So I, shit had to be pretty bad for him to just go run off someplace in Afghanistan and hope for the best. Right. So I have to wonder about that. You know, like what what the fuck what the fuck's going on there? And again, this is one of the reasons you know libertarians don't want to go into war because you know sh- bad shit happens. Civilians die, you know, innocents die all the fucking time. Good people die in war, you know, and it's always going to be a tragedy. And there's nothing we're ever going to be able to do to stop that, other than have less wars and find peaceful ways of dealing with conflict. War should be the absolute, absolute last reason. Yeah. You know, and that, and far too often, it's it's the first or second response, and you know, sanctions are an act of war to me, and you know, because people starve to death. You know, Venezuela is a fucked up socialist country, but I don't think they would have collapsed if we wouldn't have gave them uh, uh, sanctions. You know, their socialism price still suck, but we just made a bad situation worse. Um, Actually, in, that's in a keeping, war crime. In, in, but in keeping to. Well, at least with the, the, the topic of war crimes at hand, but uh, more closely related to what happened this past week. Um, I, I think it just speaks incredibly poorly of this president who in who has compared the Vietnam War to the time when he was in his 20s and was having so much sex that he just didn't know how he was going to avoid STDs, which he called his personal Vietnam. I mean, that's what he, that's what he thought about the military. Uh, not only that, but he also evaded uh, serving the con- this country that he represents now by claiming that he had bone spurs multiple times. 
Um, this president that, that, that put down a veteran who had been captured, had been a prisoner of war, yeah. who was a, a war hero. And also not only decided that it was a, a good idea, but essentially was really proud of attacking the family of a dead veteran. Yeah. So th- this dude, I mean, he, he's just, just, just got this really weird relationship with the army and the military. He adores the military. He seems to enjoy the violence that they, that they can. Um, he likes their power. Yeah, yeah. And he, like the fact that they can do war crimes for him seems to be okay. Like it's okay if it's our army. It's okay yeah. if it's our guys. Yeah. It's okay if they do it on our behalf. And it's okay if I say it's okay. I mean, just that fact, that's to me, it's a very, it reflects a very immature way of thinking, a childish way of looking at, to, uh, at what war is and how much pain is involved on either side of it. That's, that's, that's one reason I, w- I, I kind of wish our last four presidents wouldn't have been civilians in that sense. I kind of like the fact that at least Tulsi and Mayor Pete are, are veterans. I think, I think that's kind of important. I think they make better presidents. Well, maybe, in well, maybe in, I mean, I, I, I don't know actually how, huh? in, in, uh, how, how being a veteran would make them a better president in this regard. I think, I think they understand what it is to be in war. I think that, I think they'd be offended by what, okay. what those guys did. Yeah. You know, Mayor Pete, you know, I, I disagree with him on a lot of things, but you know, I got to give him respect. He went and fought where Trump was too scared to do it. Yep. You know, and you know, I think he would have something to say about people gunning down innocent civilians. Yes. You know, absolutely. That offends the piss out of me. Absolutely. You, even Tulsi Gabbard would. I, I assume she would agree with. Oh yeah. Pete on that and yeah. us on that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, it's just a shame that a president would go ahead and pardon these yeah, people. Yeah. I said, if other seals are standing up and saying it, I mean, it had to be pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Because I mean, they're a brotherhood. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. I mean, it's not like you know, fuck. You know, give me a break. They're not going to gonna go say that lightly. Right, right. And, and, in, and in other terms, in other contexts, they're going to go into different nations across the world, and they're going to have to try to get the population to see them as a positive, a positive presence in their countries while they're fighting whatever, whatever force is there, whether it's insurgents, rebels, another warring faction, whatever it is. They're going to have to get the population on their side or at least some of the population, and to have to have this this reputation now that they can commit war crimes and it's totally okay, um, it's just gonna make that job a lot more difficult. Yeah. All right. So now we're gonna move on to the next topic. All right. We'll be back in a minute. Stay tuned. This is Pernias at the Historic Vista Theater in Silver Lake, about to watch Blade Runner at ten o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Um, hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. Now let's get back to it. Right. All right, we're back now. Hey. We're still drinking. Yep. <laughs> Tiniebla, the fog. Yes. All right. Fog so... came rolling in. <laughs> <laughs> and it's stuck. <laughs> All right. So now let's talk about, speaking of clouds. Yeah. Vaping. Vaping. Hey, 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 bro. I vote and I vape. You're damn right. I vape. and Actually, I don't vape. I don't like it. All right. So uh, Vaping. Um, so this past week, the Obama, um, the Obama, I wish, the Trump administration backtracked on an idea or a proposal to ban flavored um, e-cigarettes. Yeah. And essentially, well, um, well, they found out that their their, their constituents vote. The vaping population 
votes. Indeed, they do. And so they cowed to the vaping community yeah. and decided they wouldn't do that. All right. So so when we were talking about earlier about this, uh, we were talking about just the, the small the small idea of what, what, what vaping is in the larger idea of personal freedoms. Yeah. All right. So let, let's, let's start with vaping. And, uh, First of all, most of the problems yeah. have been with black market shit. That's where the deaths have come from. Because I don't think it's coming, and it's mostly from the weed stuff, right? Uh, yeah, that's what I heard. So it's the weed stuff. So that has nothing to do with what Trump is talking about. You know, what they were trying to get Trump to do. You know, first of all, the black market's already not supposed to be there. And that's coming from the shitty regulations that are keeping it illegal in some places and other places like California where they've overregulated and overtaxed it so there's still a black market. It's still it's still feasible for that to happen. So but like I said, uh, that's where that's coming from. So it's the black market. You any amount of regulations that you put out aren't gonna stop that black market. It's only gonna punish the the legal market. Right, and the stuff with this flavored e things, that's a whole different topic, because they want to, you know, they're lumping it all together because it's all vaping. It doesn't matter if you're vaping weed or vaping uh, nicotine. Uh, it's your personal choice if you want to vape. Vape is a safer alternative when you're buying it from a credible fucking place, obviously, than smoking a cigarette or something like that. So. The only problem I see is when they market it towards kids. If they can make it so they don't market it towards kids, that'd be fine. But the flavors, you know, people like flavors. You know, some people have different taste buds. Certain things, they like them. Uh, so that that's where I see a problem. If they, if they want to regulate things like that, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. Well, my, my natural reaction to anything that the Trump administration backs makes me want to question it really, really quickly. <laughs> See, that, that, that's, that's just, well, he's for it. i got to be against well, it. Well, like, like I said, that's my natural reaction. But because I'm aware of it, I try to put it into um, a mode where I have to, like, okay, why, why do I think this? Is there evidence for this? Is there any reason why it would, make, it would be a good idea to do this? And uh, Trump's decision-making essentially shows me that a lot of the things that he's for, I'm definitely against. And this just happened time and time again, whether it's uh, the Paris Climate Accord, whether it's uh, the way he wants to treat transgender soldiers in the army, uh, whether it has to be with his immigration policies, you know, a number of things. So when he does this, I have to think, okay, it's definitely, he, he doesn't care about the same things that I care about. He's probably against a lot of the things that I do care about. But, um, so, so vaping, <coughs> vaping if, if it is, you know, and this is a huge if at this point, if if vaping is a safer alternative to smoking, then yes, it should be free for or people should be able to to vape. You know, as long as it's not you know annoying and they're not doing it while I'm trying to watch a movie at the movie theater. But I, if, I mean, I, it, I wouldn't mind it. But I if, mean, it's better than a cigarette in the movie theater. But if I'm trying to watch a movie, I don't need to see clouds. You know what I'm saying? Ah, oh, no, vape doesn't really make a cloud. Oh, the, these fools do. You've seen them. You've seen you it. tell them to talk to a blind guy. <laughs> no, I don't. I, 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 they do. I, they, they do, Sean. They do. They make a cloud. They make clouds. Yes. They huh. would fill up this room. They would fill up this room if they if they really 
Yes, you can make a lot. You can make a lot of huge, gigantic vapor clouds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. It's a, it's almost a point of pride. I think it, like if if there were we used to call that hot boxing, you know, for yeah, 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 yeah. Along, but it's with water vapor. Vape boxing. Yep, smelling like ice cream <laughs> and shit and bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking strawberry, strawberry watermelon and shit. <laughs> but um, my point is, like, if, if it really is safe, then yeah. It should be available now uh, as as an alternative to people that want to get or that want that want to stop smoking. Now, the the main reason why I would say that it it should be controlled and regulated is if it's been as it's been shown in a percentage. I'm not going to say a large percentage or a small percentage because we just don't know. As it's been shown in the last few weeks, months, that because there's chemical additive that's been um, put into some of these e-liquids. That people are using, uh, people are getting sick and in some cases dying. So, but like I said, those end up with, and I mean, and I'm a, I'm a big weed advocate. I think almost all that stuff is with the weed stuff. Well, it may, it may be, and, and it, may, it, it may comes be. from the black but market. We, but, so that has but we nothing to do with the flavored stuff. But we just don't know. I think it should be pretty fucking easy to tell if the person who died's got a bunch of THC in them. That's probably where it came from. Yeah, but, but there's also been cases of people who don't smoke weed that have had this in their systems and have died of uh, this new disease that's related to vaping. So it's a, um, you know, like so it's vitamin E acetate is used to cut or essentially to, to fill up, um, you know, the way the way people add water to liquor. Yeah. When they sell it in shops. Uh-huh. In the same way, vitamin E acetate is used to uh, be used as a filler in these e-liquids, right? Uh-huh. And because it's in your lungs, it can cause these, these, these diseases. So I'm sure it is used with THC-related um, uh, substances, uh, but we just don't know how often it is used in non-THC e-liquids. Uh-huh. We just don't know. Yeah, that, like if... if I guess an investigation would be nice to see where it came from. And if people are willingly doing something that harms people like that, you know, then, then that, that's illegal because you're, you're killing people. Right. right. If, you're, if you're poisoning people, you're poisoning people. Now, if you choose to do something unhealthy like smoke a cigarette that you know might cause you cancer, that's your own fucking business. Right. So if somebody's putting something go. in that cigarette that's going to kill your ass or has a high level chance of killing you, because it's poisonous, then you know that that's that's illegal. Especially if that's not what they're smoking for. They're not vaping to get vitamin E, right? They're not trying to vape to get some vitamin E in their blood. No, not at all. It, and it's vitamin E acetate, which is an oily. What substance. the fuck is an acetate? Um, in this case, it's an oily substance that has the same or very similar uh, texture to the e-liquid itself, but uh, it's just a lot cheaper. Uh-huh. And it's supposed to be. It's like throwing baby powder into Coke. I, I guess. Well, <laughs> Sean, I Put no aspirin idea. in the Coke. Right? You get rid of uh, your headache. Yeah. Showing my age there, aren't <laughs> There <I>? you go. <laughs> Is that what they did in the 50s? Uh, that's what they did back then in the day. <laughs> back in the 40s. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. So what are we talking about? Uh, oh, so that's a, that's a good segue into uh, personal freedom. So Yes. So... Um, when somebody does something and they have been told, like in like a lot of these cases, people have been told that vaping is safe, right? Uh-huh. Um, but they are hurt or harmed through the fault of the company, the corporation, the firm, uh, whoever's selling these things that have been uh, laced with something that was harmful. 
um, in that case, we were talking about where free, per, your personal freedom to do whatever it is that you want essentially has to run into uh, a, a, a level of regulation. Yeah, well, I would say was, uh, I would say that's corruption in that sense. If somebody's doing something like that, then they, they, then they're they're corrupting it. Well, well, you know, like they're, in, in they're this selling case, me a false thing. Like, okay, what for example, if you buy food at you know, like they have food recalls because you know somebody got E. coli from something. Uh, if they don't recall that, then they're then they're going to be liable for more shit. Right, they, it's bad right. enough that they killed these people. Yeah. But if they pull their product back and say, "Oh man, it seems to be something fucking wrong with this," they're going to limit their fucking their thing. Yeah. I haven't heard of any recalls on any of this stuff. What brand it was, anybody was using, nothing like that. It's just no, it's just there, right? It's just right. there, and that's just what what's going on. So, so you're saying that government intervention is warranted if there is a harm. A real harm. Yeah, if, if somebody's poisoning somebody, absolutely. But see, like in, in this case, like we don't know if it's illegal to. I mean, people aren't going out there murdering these people. What they're doing is adding vitamin E acetate. Uh, and right now, that seems to be the culprit. It may it may be totally different in a couple of weeks. But for for now, people think that it's vitamin E acetate that's killing these people. But I would I would say by and large, people who are smokers and shit like that. You buy your shit from the same places. Well, well maybe, but what, what I'm saying is that if anybody... I think it'd be pretty fucking easy to track down. But uh, what I'm saying is that if it's not illegal to add vitamin E acetate to your e-liquid, like if there isn't a law, then these people are essentially scot-free. All right, well, yeah, okay. So at the, at, the, at the first point, so let's say that. I mean, they didn't know. Let's say if you unwillingly, you do this, you think, I mean, that thing by itself doesn't poison people. So you didn't intentionally kill them. It was the product didn't work quite like you thought it would. Right. You know, that, that kind of shit happens. They have recalls on things. Right. They recall, man, that's fucking bad. We got to close that. They might end up being responsible for it because it was their product that did it. Right. But they didn't willingly do it. So I don't think they're technically guilty of fucking murder. Right. right, right now, right, if right. they keep doing it, if they're, if they're still putting that shit in there and killing people... Then yeah, you know that's you. You were obviously willingly fucking killing somebody. Right, right. But even then, it would have to run into the, the a law that said you are putting this into uh, these e-liquids. No, if they find. The I mean, if they find out. Shoot. I mean, you don't have to have a law to find out that something kills you. You know, if you put something in something that kills somebody, then that that's that's poisoning. Right. It doesn't right. matter what. It doesn't matter what. If you find out that this is poison, now we know this is poison, and you're putting it in there, we don't have to say, well, we didn't have a law that that poison was illegal. Well, th that's what I mean. Like, it has to be, like, somebody that, uh, at some level in the government has to identify vitamin I mean, a company could do that. Poison. It doesn't have to be the government. I mean, a company could do that. The company could, but there's... Any company <laughs> yeah, could do that. If they're motivated by profit, they're, they're going to say, well, we still need to do more research for the next five to ten years before we can definitely... I, I would say another company could look at a company that doesn't do that could say, hey, look, we found that that's what this shit does. Ours is free of that. You want you, you want to make this, you know, that'd be the best. You know, it's a, it's a, it'd, be, it'd be a selling point. Hey, it, it, it could be, but what I'm, what I'm saying is there's, there's profit-driven motivation one way or the other. Well, we're still we're... And you can take that out of uh, the, the entire equation by having the government be involved. And, uh, and we, like we were talking about earlier, like uh, with Boeing and the 747 MAX, like uh, with Teflon but or with the, but any once time again, the government the, has the bad, See, the bad thing in. about the government 
is that not the same people are going to be in office in a few years, you know, because people can boycott the and say we're going, you know, because vapors do vote, you know, you know, you could say that, and, the, and that group of people can put enough pressure on somebody to do something like that. Yeah. So I mean, you, they can bend the will of a politician, you know, a company. You know, if they're putting poison stuff in there, those people want to have that poison. They want to, you know, they don't want somebody to back them up. You know, ah, it's nature's way. We not ignorant. Well, it's uh, you're, you're talking about essentially people that are lobbyists on behalf of the of this. Well, when I think of lobbyists in general, like I'm thinking, like again, going back to the Boeing seven or seven Max example that we were talking about, where people bought airplanes and yeah. assumed that they would be be able to fly on a plane that was safe, uh, not knowing that. Uh, they were going to die because of uh, FAA. The FAA had essentially handed over safety inspection responsibilities over to the company itself. Yeah, that's stupid. Right. I don't think that's, I don't think a company like, should oversight itself, right. especially like something like the F FAA, where that's, where that's, airplanes that's are flying over our head. That's my point. So if that airplane could land on me, that's my you know, point. There, that person vaping isn't going to kill me. We're, we're getting somewhere, bro. We're getting somewhere. Yeah, I, I agree. A company should not right. be able to do oversight on itself. Yeah. Same thing with an industry. An industry especially that's it's shown to have... Uh, Sometimes we agree, brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Co companies shouldn't do oversight on their own their own behavior and corporations... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. In industries should yeah. also not do oversight on their own behavior, especially when they've shown a lack of uh, uh, goodwill. You know, if I own a corporation, personally, I would have somebody from the outside come in and give me opinions once in a while. I wouldn't hire the same company. I wouldn't have like my favorite company. I would want different opinions. Come and say, what do you think we could do to make this run better? What do you think we could do to make this safer? What do you think we can do to make this better? I mean, I like different opinions. Different opinions make for, you know, you know, better choices, right? Well, you'd be a good CEO, but uh, unfortunately. I would be. Anybody want to hire me? Um, <laughs> what are your qualifications? Oh, I could smoke uh, a lot of weed. How many? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I saw a thing that they're actually wanting to pay people to test out weed products. Cheech Sean. Ah, it's bad. Fucking yes, indeed. There you go. There you go. You could be testing test subject number one. Cheech so, and Sean. <laughs> Marijuana Trials Incorporated. Oh, man, brother. Bring me, bring me every cookie. Speaking of which. Every butter. Can of butter. Yeah. Oh man, I remember what I want to talk about in the last segment. War crimes. And yeah, during the war crimes. Talking about weed reminded yeah, me. Yeah, just reminded me. All right. Uh, they because this would be a slight segue. The they've they've uh, the the house has passed a resolution to decriminalize weed. Right. It, I love yes, that. Yes. I absolutely love that. Hopefully, and, it goes through. And everything. It, probably not because of the Senate. But yeah. But, you know, that's actually just a really quick point on that. It just goes to show that any of the Republicans or anybody that was saying that Democrats were wasting their time on, on impeachment, you know, they passed a law. Or rather, I'm sorry, they voted on a law. They're yeah, still you know what else they voted the on, though, no, yeah. What's that? Yeah. They voted to, 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 to uh, extend the Patriot Act. Oh, but that, that, was, uh, that wasn't the Democrats all on their own. Huh? That was no, 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 it wasn't. No, it was all of them. Right, exactly. All those yeah, rat yeah. bastards. Yep. I will say it wasn't the... the, the there, there was a few Republicans that backed out of it. Dan Crenshaw voted against it. I'm sure all the more libertarian-minded folks voted against it. Good. Good for them. Uh, but, you know, it went through. And the thing that bothers me is because a few years ago, uh, I think it was uh, 
uh, one of my favorite uh, guys is uh, Thomas Massey. He's the one I sent you yeah. the video. Oh, yeah. He was part of, they wanted to put a thing out where you had to have three days to read a bill before they had a signing on it. That way the constituents could hear about it. And when it ended up, Nancy Pelosi pushed it, that it ended up being, if it was 11.50 on a, you know, on a Wednesday, they would have the vote on the, that Friday morning. Mm. So it was a 35-hour law. Yeah. And they, they, they screwed it over. Then I believe the progressives came in, and I think AOC had something to do with it, and pushed for it to actually be a 74, 75-hour law. So that they had to have seven, excuse me. Yeah. So they had to have seventy five hours to read through the bill. Mm. Well, for this Patriot Act, Pelosi pushed it through and made everybody not not made suggested that they all just waive it, mm. and they all signed it, and everybody uh, in general waived their right to read the bill mm. and signed it anyhow. That to me is absolutely fucking sickening. Yeah, and the fact that that was both sides of the fucking aisle did that to us, and I, I hate that. Yeah, and and it aggravates the holy shit out of me. Why even have their seventy five hour rule if you're not going to use it on the one fucking thing you really needed to use it on? Right. You know, no, and I, I disagree with Dan Crenshaw on a lot of shit, but that one I agree with him fully on. You know, so I agree. You know, I agree. anger. So. All right, so back to the, you know, with the legalizing weed, hopefully hopefully it'll be good for everybody soon. Legalizing. Yeah. All right. So just real quick, we, we, we should probably touch on Facebook next time we record. Mm. But, yeah, there's some crazy shit going on on Facebook. All right. Um, <clears throat> and now before we wrap up, one last um, topic I want to touch on. Stupid shit Trump says. <laughs> back in a minute. Or is it Tim Conway? Or... The actor's son had a radio show out here. And he had a segment called What the Hell Did Jesse Jackson Say? And he would play something, and then they would have a contest so you could call and figure out what the fuck Jesse Jackson said. Because, mm. man, some of the shit, he would get really fired up, and I, I couldn't understand the fucking word he said. I bet. I it's was, it was kind of funny. All right. So, speaking so of funny, funny stuff that Trump says. Obviously, is it funny, just... or is it sad? It, you know what? I, I feel both. Both, both emotions at the same time. I feel tugged in opposite directions. The conflict, the turmoil that I feel. I feel sad that he's our president. But it's funny shit. All right, here we go. I'm just going right. to jump right into All right. it. Look, having nuclear, my uncle was a great professor and scientist and engineer, Dr. John Trump at MIT. Good genes. Very good genes. Okay? Very smart. The Wharton School of Finance. Very good. Very smart, you know? If you're a conservative Republican, if I were liberal, if, like, okay, if I ran as a liberal Democrat, they would say I'm one of the smartest people anywhere in the world. It's true. But when you're a conservative Republican, they try, oh, do they do a number. That's why I always start off. Went to Wharton. Was a good student. Went there. Went there. Did this. Built a fortune, you know. I have to give my, my like, credentials at the time because we're a little disadvantaged. But you look at the nuclear deal. The thing that really bothers me. It would have been so easy, and it's not as important as these lives are. Nuclear, nuclear is powerful. My uncle explained that to me in many, many years ago. The the thing, the power that was 20, 35 years ago, he would explain the power of what's going on, what's going, what's going to happen, and he was right. Who would have thought? But when I look at what's going on with the four prisoners, 
Now it used to be three, now it's four. But it was three, and even now, I would have said it's all in the messenger, fellas. It's the fellas because, you know, they don't, they haven't figured out the women are smarter, right? So right now, they're smarter right now than the men. So, you know, it's going to take them about another 150 years. But the Persians, they are great negotiators. The Iranians are great negotiators. And so, and they, they just killed, they just killed us. End quote. What the fuck was that? That's a very true quote. Jesus Christ, did you breathe? I did not breathe. Can you believe that, Jeff? Damn, you must have a blowhole on that. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is our president, the 45th president of the United States. 45. Donald J. Orange Man Trump. Yep. All right. We'll close it on that? Yeah, well, let me also say, uh, I hope the next time we have something more to say about Netanyahu to see how this goes. Because today he was just yes. Uh, indicted. Yes. So I am... I am looking forward to seeing that son of a bitch go down in flames. 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 All the way down. I've hated him. And, you know, he's a good friend of Joe Biden's, as Joe Biden used to like to brag about. They're going to they're gonna <laughs> call him Hindenburg BB. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. All right. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see you next time on a progressive and a libertarian walking to a bar. Follow us on all the things. Peace. Yes. Be, be good or be good at it. Yeah, indeed. Indeed.